Hey everyone, Alice here. I wanted to pop in before this week's episode of Pod Parts with some exciting news. We are extending the call for proposals for the World Urban Parks Congress 2023 until May 19th. This year's Congress is being held as a joint event with Parks and Leisure Australia and supported by Green Adelaide and will take place in Adelaide, Australia from October 22nd to 25th, 2023. We're inviting proposals for presentations, workshops, or panel discussions that relate to this year's conference theme, sustainable places, spaces, people, and habitats, making cities active, cooler, greener, wilder, and inclusive. You can find more in the link down on the episode notes, so don't forget to submit your abstract by May 19th. See you in Adelaide! Welcome to Pod Parks, a podcast for the park-minded brought to you by World Urban Parks. In this podcast, we'll embark on a journey through the world of parks, from intimate community parks to sprawling urban national parks and everything in between. Join us as we explore the beauty and diversity of these urban oases. Meet the individuals and organizations working tirelessly to preserve and improve them. Our guide will be Alice Landin, Research Development Advisor for World Urban Parks. So come along as we rediscover the green spaces that make our cities livable. Welcome back to Pod Parks. I'm thrilled to be here with you. Today we're doing things a little bit differently as we're being joined by the organizing committee for this year's 2023 Joint International Congress, hosted by World Urban Parks and Parks and Leisure Australia, supported by Green Adelaide. With me today is Luis Roman, CEO of World Urban Parks, Brenton Greer, Director of Green Adelaide, and John Senior, Chair of the Annual Conference Committee of Parks and Leisure Australia. John, Brenton, Luis, thank you so much for joining us. We have listeners from all around the world. So to start us off, I would love it if you could each briefly explain what your respective organizations do and how they came about to hosting a joint international congress. Okay, I'll start then. Um, Parts and Leisure Australia is a professional association for people working in that sector across the nation. This is people in local government, state governments, service providers, consultants, a whole range of people that might run a, an aquatic centre or a gymnasium or a, or a stadium, right through to planners and uh, designers of, of those sort of facilities, as well as those that run activity programmes in those different indoor and outdoor sites. We run an annual conference and this year, in conjunction with the approach made by World Urban Parks, we're, we're doing this joint event. Perfect. Thank you, Alex, for having us. Um, obviously, in this fantastic pop parks, this uh, very new program from World Urban Parks. Well, World Urban Parks, in fact, is this uh, organization globally, I mean, working with park professionals to increase the awareness and, of course, the importance of uh, parks, public spaces and recreation. Uh, we have presence in many, many countries, divide us in regions, working through committees, and of course, uh, promoting pro- promoting what is so important for us as an organization is in our mission, uh, the parks and the public spaces, trying to obviously help our world in terms of 
all these benefits that parks deliver to our uh, citizens and our communities, of course, our planet. And really happy to have a chance to uh, participate in this event uh, with PLA and, of course, with Adelaide. Um, um, yeah, thank you for, for, for having us in this. Uh, yeah, g'day all. Um, so Green Adelaide is a statutory board uh, and it is a board specifically um, set up to look after urban natural resources management. It's only a fairly new organisation. Um, the act that set us up was in place in 2019. Uh, so, yeah, we're, um, we're, of course, very interested in uh, urban parks. Uh, as an organisation, we've been partnering with World Urban Parks since we started. And we have a uh, our partner organisation, National Parks and Wildlife, also does as well. So um, we, we've uh, watched the congresses and, uh, and love what um, has occurred. At the same time, we're uh, close friends with Parks and Leisure Australia as well, and members of that organisation. And what prompted us to get involved in this, I think, is our journey to become a national park city as well. The thought was, well, wouldn't it be great if Adelaide became a national park city and we could have the International Congress in Adelaide uh, after that occurred. So I think that was our motivation to work with um, uh, our partners on this one and uh, support this happening. Perfect. I want to continue on that line. So last year, Adelaide became Australia's first and the world's second national park city, right? So can you help us understand what this recognition means, both for Green Adelaide, for Australia, and what what does this mean for the conference as well? What can we expect or how can we expect to see the National Park City during the Congress? Sure, um, I'll, I'll lead on that. I think uh, unless you uh, would like me to do that. Um, so being a National Park City for Adelaide has been quite a journey and we, um, we have learnt and worked with London, who are the world's first National Park City. And looking forward, we're hoping other cities become National Park Cities as well. Um, so for, for Green Adelaide, when we formed it, uh, we knew what was going on in London uh, and uh, we wanted a part of that and we thought we were worthy of, uh, of having that. So uh, that's, that's how we started our journey. What does being a National Park City mean? It, it does mean recognition for perhaps the great work that you've, um, you've been doing, but it does keep you honest that you prepare something called a creative portfolio as part of the, your package to prove that you're worthy of having the title and you need you need to continue to have a vision for your city in terms of um, um, natural spaces and uh, the interconnection of people and, and nature in a city. You need to make sure you have significant projects and events. You actually um, need to make sure all that whoever is the authorities in your city that you have policies that are trying to be implemented to create a better space for people. So that's that's what it means for us. And so um, we're going to keep encouraging uh, um, the community to participate in National Park City and, and this organisation, Green Adelaide. We partner with the community and particularly our First Nation, the Ghana peoples uh, of the Adelaide region. And we know we're going to get our performance monitored over the years. But that's a good thing. Um, and I think finally what it means is uh, there's some sort of global collegiality. So being in part of an organisation like World Urban Parks is great for that. 
I think national park cities, if we can get other cities to jump over the hurdles to become one, that's a good thing. What does it mean for the for the um, conference, for the, for the Congress? Um, I don't think it's national park cities going to be over the top in terms of a theme, but there is the uh, our third day, which is the Thursday of the Congress. Um, and that's a, a, a slightly more limited um, arrangement, but there will definitely be a fair bit of discussion about National Park City there. And you will get a bit of the theme of National Park City intertwined through the other days as well. So this year's theme is sustainable places, spaces, people and habitats. Um, I want to know more, Luis, John, where, why, why is this theme important? Why are we discussing this theme? for this year's Congress, and what relevance does it have to World Urban Parks, to the work that is being done at Parks and Leisure Australia, to the work that is being done at Green Adelaide? Okay, well, uh, I think uh, for, for World Urban Parks, it's an uh, amazing opportunity to work with uh, a country like Australia, and obviously with PLA and, and Green Adelaide, uh, to really try to close the gap between the real world and the vanguard uh, in this, uh, topics that are so important for the world in terms of, again, the benefits that parks deliver to, to our planet. Most of them obviously are related to uh, the climate change uh, thing that is happening, obviously the healthy issues that are uh, also impacting our way of life and how are they related to uh, the use of parks and how we are uh, promoting those spaces uh, in our in our event this year. Obviously, Australia and Adelaide are uh, spaces in the world, I mean, uh, territories or, or uh, countries in this, in this uh, case and a city like Adelaide that are working very, very close to the best, uh, the best practices around the world. And we are trying to reflect those uh, with PLA in our program. And the, obviously the theme and the tracks that we are trying to cover uh, here, uh, Asia-Pacific region is so important for urban parks. We have a lot of countries in, in that region that really can learn from what is going on in, Green, in, in Adelaide and of course in, in Australia and how they are being so advanced in terms of uh, these best practices, uh, you know, fighting climate change and of course creating more sustainable places, uh, of course. So uh, our main focus, uh, this year is, is that, trying to cover this important issue about sustainable places. But of course, in every single Congress that we organize, as John mentioned before, is, is about all that happened in, in our parks and obviously the activity, the human activity related to the recreation. Uh, and I, I think we are also, we are going to cover this time of uh, themes also during the Congress, Alice. I'm not sure that I can add much more because I think what Lewis has just said is all embracing, just like the title, the theme of the conference. We're trying to pick up on, on, on all the angles, all the aspects, and uh, because that's important both to World Urban Parks, it's important uh, to Parks and Leisure in Australia, and of course it's important to Green Adelaide as a national park city. So I think just with that, we're on the same wavelength as we should be if we're co-organising, but uh, very complementary to each other. So uh, add a personal uh, sort of touch to that as well. I'm really excited to hear some discussion around um, 
bringing biodiversity into cities and the importance of of urban biodiversity. It, you know, not always the simplest thing, but um, really looking forward to some discussions about that and also that health and wellbeing act, um, um, aspect of um, urban parks. So uh, I reckon we'll have some good sessions on that uh, particular angle. Um, and I know that there's a lot of people in Adelaide really interested and in, certainly post COVID, even more interested in uh, everyone getting in touch with nature every day. And the final thing is um, you've got to go on the tours. There's going to be some great tours and uh, there shouldn't be a bad little um, entertainment package as well with uh, some gala events in the evening. Okay, so we definitely won't be bored. There's going to be a bit for everyone. Um, you mentioned that there's different conference tracks. Could you expand a little bit on what these conference tracks are and what type of content we might see, what the program looks like, other than some of the themes that you already mentioned? The... Um... <clears throat> We've got the, um, for my sins, I, I also uh, chair the conference subcommittee on the program. What we've done to date and, and how we've structured the, uh, the outline of the program is with eight streams spread over the two main days. The eight streams are built facilities, greener and wilder, health and well-being, as Brendan was just mentioning, leadership, the cultural aspects, open space, innovation and technology and sport and activity generally. So we've called for presentations and abstracts across those eight themes. And we'll be, when that concludes on the 19th of May, which is getting pretty close, we'll be assimilating the best of those into the, into the program for those two main days across those streams. And, um, but already we have started to put in place keynote speakers for the whole event and lead speakers for each of those eight streams that I just mentioned. Yeah, just to add, uh, and I think this is the more fantastic, you know, think about our congresses in urban parks and with uh, obviously always with our partners, it's uh, the diversity, the diverse, you know, themes and tracks that we try to cover within the events. And, and I think this, that reflects the needs that, we have among the parks professionals around the world. We just had a chance to visit some countries uh, in, in Europe, uh, you know, promoting all the urban parks world with uh, Jay Miller, our chair, and we realized how important is, for example, the management for people, uh, parks professionals in Netherlands or in France, or how it's important to cover, uh, you know, topics like participatory design, so we will try to go uh, more deep in our content. And I think uh, the program that uh, John just uh, mentioned uh, reflects that action. And of course that it's always a problem because people are not allowed to enter to the whole, you know, bunch of conferences and, and really take the whole content. But uh, obviously at the end of the day, uh, which is also important to know is that uh, PLA, Urban Parks and Green Alive will share all the content and information on the conferences and uh, you know the presentation and everything so people that really can enter to a specific session uh, later after the congress had a chance to to you know review the material again 
and I'm also looking forward to there's a few selection uh, sorry um, uh, panels that we we have um, and they're always uh, really interesting you know you might, you might get four people on stage uh, and I know a couple of the topics are things like um, urban parks and reconciliation so that's a, a, going to be a fascinating one um, but also some you know leadership in that health and well-being area as well so really looking forward I'm going to try get to those ones for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. That sounds like, again, there's going to be something for everyone. Um, so last year's Congress um, took place in October 2022 in Monterrey, Mexico. And now we are flying across the world to the other hemisphere for this exciting conference that will take place this October 22nd to 25th. So what can we expect from Whoops! Global presence in this Congress, and why would it be important for park professionals to gather from all across the world and assist this year's Congress? Okay, I'm going to let uh, Brendan and, and John to explain what is going to be for us in Australia, obviously, because they are the locals. But from urban parks, I think the offer is is pretty much this amazing networking. Had a chance to exchange with parks professionals all over the world learn from each other, which is, I think, the most valuable thing uh, about our, our events. So if you are if you are listening to us and you are thinking about if it's on a good plan to travel all over the world to get Australia, do that. It's going to be amazing. Uh, last uh, year in, in Mexico, we received people from more than 40 different countries. And that is an richness that our event offer to the rest of the world, all parts professional. Obviously, there's always, uh, you know, parts professional association all over the world, regional ones. But this event is unique in terms of the exchange and the knowledge that we can, you know, share with people from different backgrounds, different perspectives. So it's, I think it's it's amazing uh, from, from that point of view, Alice. I, um, I just wanted to add that we act, Parks and Leisure Australia, PLA, and World Urban Parks did combine on a World Congress here in Australia in 2018. It was remarkably exceptionally well attended. And so we're hoping to uh, emulate, if not beat, that in Adelaide. And for people around the world that always dreamed of going to the other side of the world from wherever they are and see the kangaroos and the koalas alongside an event like this, um, I think it's a wonderful opportunity and an attraction for them to come and maybe even bring their families. Yes, I'd uh, I'd agree with Lewis uh, in terms of it is amazing networking um, um, opportunity. You know, having been in Monterey last year, we learned a lot from Monterey and how they set up a um, a congress. And uh, like I was with John, if you do come from the northern hemisphere, it, it is different to come uh, down south and. Uh, and we certainly have plenty of koalas uh, in our uh, urban environment, um, but in a whole lot of other wildlife. Uh, and we're going to make sure that uh, we give you every opportunity to see that. And yeah, we hope that you stay a bit before and a bit afterwards as well. And um, but uh, likewise, if you just like good food and good wine, um, I think there might be five world-class wine regions within about a hundred kilometres of Adelaide. So. Um, so, but it's not all about the wine and the food. Uh, there are going to be some great discussions, some great learning. And, um, you know, what I like about these things is uh, lifelong friendships develop out of this. And uh, those who were here in 2018 might uh, rekindle some friendships from then as well. So, um, yes, as we come closer to the date, I, I really want you, uh, anyone who's thinking about it, 
by all means contact one of the organisers, uh, but have a real good look at the program and the tours as well. And adding a little bit to that, so this year's Congress is a very pressing theme, not only for park professionals, but for sustainability professionals, for urban designers from around the world. And I think it's a theme that also hits the attention of a lot of young students, university students, master's degree students that are trying to make their way in the in the areas of sustainable places, sustainable people and sustainable habitats. So would you recommend students from around the world to also assist the Congress? And what unique opportunities does it offer for younger up and coming professionals? I'll, I'll start there if you like. Um, so if you're a um... Uh, a very recent graduate or a, or, or a um, undergraduate coming near the end of the completion of their degree, coming to something like this, I think really does, I hope it doesn't blow your mind, but it certainly can expand your mind uh, in terms of all of the, well, the issues and problems in the world, but those things needing, uh, needing answers and attention. So um, certainly um, you may find yourself go, heading down a different path um sustainability is big in you know in all cities and um uh whilst it won't be a, a key theme of the conference south australia is certainly uh on a path to net zero carbon emissions very quickly and uh you may be able to find some conversations around those sorts of things as well uh if you come along to adelaide thank you john well i think uh this offer is not just for the uh, part professional young people. I think uh, we are trying to look for those people who are not related to parks, but obviously their work is definitely related to parks. The problem is that many people don't know about it, but I just spent some time with the uh, John uh, Architects uh, here in Mexico last, uh, I mean, two days ago, and my surprise, was about this lack of knowledge and expertise about uh, public spaces and urban parks in, term, in terms of the joint architects here in Mexico, but how hungry are they to really you know, know more about it and, and try to participate in this environment. So people from different backgrounds, obviously young people is important for us because uh, it's the future and they can really learn very quickly about all these experienced guys that join us, you know, like, like Brenton and like John, a lot of years of experience uh, that can be shared in our event. And this is an, a unique opportunity for, for the young uh, people. And we will call, obviously, for those who are in the Asia-Pacific area, people from uh, Japan, from Korea, from Malaysia, from uh, Singapore, those uh, space or those uh, territories are relatively close to, to to australia and obviously an invitation for for them is it's uh, it's mandatory now <laughs> i think relatively is a very loose word but yeah you were gonna say yeah. something Brendan. uh lewis reminded me um just to mention um there will be some diverse people around the place as well in terms of professions and so on because the heads of botanic gardens in Australia have decided to hold their, they call it char bag. Think about what the um, initials are there, but um, they're having their heads of botanic gardens meeting at the same time. 
the Australian Institute of Landscape Architects have decided to put their conference on immediately before this. And at the moment, it looks like the heads of um, parks, national parks agencies are going to meet in the city as well. So there, there are some, you know, some interesting people who will be um, hanging around the conference. On a personal note, I'm, I do my work for PLA as a volunteer now, having retired some years ago. But I recall that during my fairly long involvement when I was in, in, in a working sense, I was able to go to many conferences around the world and I can vouch for the fact that you go to these events, you don't only learn there for those few days, you make lifelong professional contacts, friends that I still keep in contact with 15, 20 years after I first met them. I think there's some great outcomings of, of coming to an event like this with so many wonderful people and I just uh, encourage everybody to think very seriously about being in Adelaide in October this year. Thank you. Alice, I just want, I just yeah. want to add on a, on a small comment about what John just said. My first experience in this field was many years ago in New York in a, in a uh, parks conference. And the first person that saw me saw, oh, a Mexican uh, that wants to be on a you know, parks profession. It's good because there's no more Mexican here. And, that experience was a really changed life experience for me. And just as Jen saw, uh, said, it's an, a fantastic opportunity. And of course, every single dollar, you know, it's, uh, it's worth for, for, for this adventure. So save the money, save the date, and make the travel to, to Australia, mostly for the young people. It's, it's the, I think, the greatest investment that you can do for your career. No pressure. Um, and Alice, uh, if you haven't, you know, travelled across the the equator, and uh, it's not that bad. You just get in a plane, put your earpods in, and um, you'll be there before you know it. So uh, it's not that bad. Well, no pressure for for all the students. Now you're currently still accepting um, abstracts. You're in the middle of the call for abstracts for the presentations and conferences for this year's Congress. Could you give us more details of what exactly you're looking for and how, if anybody is interested, we can submit content proposals for this Congress? We're looking for particularly unusual, unique, innovative um, content across those eight streams that I talked about earlier. The closing date is the 19th of May, which is getting very close. Anybody interested? and needing to think a bit more about it, could put in a, a, an, an initial abstract that they could add to beyond the 19th, um, if that suits their uh, timelines and approvals that they might have to get. Um, but by and large, the, the essential is, is getting people to talk about things from a particular perspective in their place, their country, their location, which will be of interest and value to people who are wanting to expand their knowledge from other parts of the world. We're having not just presentations, but uh, workshops and panel discussions. And it may be that a number of people might want to uh, link, coordinate with, with others and, and put forward a joint proposal. Also, just to you know, reinforce the, the John comments about the call for proposals limit and everything my uh, just uh, you know invitation is 
to encourage all the people to really participate in some way, uh, you know, uh, doing some uh, research or uh, presentation to propose it like uh, for, for the content. Uh, I just want to, uh, you know, give you a, a, a small example about how young people trying to link this to the past comment about the, the young professional participation. And there is this amazing uh, young woman here in Mexico called Frida. And uh, Frida just joined our community like two years or three years ago. Uh, she just uh, found a nonprofit organization related to parks in Mexico. And I just received a comment from, from her past week saying, I'm saving money to travel to Australia and I'm going to present my yeah, conference as a, uh, for, for the call for proposals as an, uh, an option. And of course, if uh, Frida couldn't you know, get the, the space uh, available for, for her, it doesn't matter. It's important to participate send you know some uh, work and everything and it's that's the, the the beauty of this is is the way that you can really grow out in the in the profession and maybe if you can get it this way this this year maybe and obviously we are going to have many many congresses ahead in urban parks next year is going to be in netherlands and uh, later in some other places interesting places around the world so please uh, you are still on time obviously john uh, after I think my, my intervention or Brenton intervention is going to give us uh, the web page and everything so people can send the information right away. I'll do that. The web page for the Congress is www.jointinternationalcongress. That is all one word, no punctuation in there, jointinternationalcongress.com. And through that link, you'll be able to access the call for abstracts, the outline program, and progressively the full program as that becomes finalized. All the tours that Brenton spoke about, all the social activities. The one thing we haven't mentioned previously is that there will be a, an exhibition about 50 booths from people uh, wanting to sell their services, their products, their information that is linked into the Congress. So all our meal breaks, tea breaks, coffee breaks are set in that uh, expo area. And so that you'll have a chance to wander around while you're drinking your cup of coffee and interact with all the exhibitors. And Alice, uh, for all the people who are interested in joining the conference and they need some, you know, uh, push in this, we can provide as a World Bank Parks uh, some letters invitational letters of course there's a fee registration free and uh, some expenses that people need to cover but uh, it's always a good tool to receive an uh, invitation letter from from the organizing committee signed by uh, our chair or uh, john or brenton and myself and that for people who work for governments it's always a good you know tool to uh, get the funds and of course the permission to travel all over the world. So if you are interested to receive that, please uh, write us on an email. My uh, email, sorry, is co uh, at uh, worldbanparks.org. So you can uh, reach out uh, uh, with us there and of course receive some support in terms of uh, invitation alert. One thing I should mention as well is that you will, people from overseas will need a visa to enter Australia. So they will need to go through the process with their travel agent or advisor to, to secure that before traveling. 
Perfect. And I'll make sure to link both the conference website as well as all of the emails involved um, <laughs> in the episode notes so that people know just where to go to find more information on each of these things we've touched on. Um, so we are unfortunately running out of time, but before we wrap up, I would love to know, is there anything you would like our listeners to know before we wrap up? Is there any personal comment that you would like to make um, for all of our podcast listeners? I'd just like to say, which I think hopefully will be a major impression. One of our keynote speakers is um, Ron Holman. Ron Holman is the CEO and president of Parks Canada, the national parks body for the whole of Canada. We didn't approach him. He approached us. He, wanted, he wants to come to this event and he's bringing a number of his staff because he believes it's important as they move into looking at urban national parks, which is a variation in a sense of national park cities. But I think it's a, it's a, a, a strong indication of the batcher of, of our event that somebody like him is keen to come and bring a number of people with him at cost, at their own cost. So it's um, a remarkable um, accolade, if you like, for our event. Thanks, John. I, I would just add to the location of the, the various events. So the Adelaide Convention Centre is like many convention centres, but it overlooks the uh, the Torrens Lake. It's a great spot. We're going to be using the, the I think we could call it world famous Adelaide Oval uh, for an event and a number of events down in our um, botanic gardens, all within walking distance of each other. Uh, so I think yeah, people will um, will find it convenient, but also attractive uh, in terms of the location of the of the events. Also, just to add, Alice, uh, about the location, that we will upload information in our website within the time about this, you know, specific logistics and uh, hotels and uh, all the information. Obviously, uh, the visa issue that John uh, just mentioned and some other logistics information that people can uh, you know need in some way uh, we will upload within the time and of course people can uh, find not just this information but obviously more information about the social events and the uh, uh, workshops and some other you know components of our content so uh, please um, be aware of our website and, and if you have any doubt or uh, you know just questions, uh, Alice is going to put all of our information in the podcast uh, notes episode. So um, I think with this, people can really have access to, to the whole package of information to make the trial. Yes, absolutely, Luis. And I will make sure to put everything in the episode notes and um, to continue linking more information as it comes along so that all of our listeners are more than ready to attend the Congress. Well, thank you so much, John. Thank you, Brenton. Thank you, Louise, for joining us on this week's episode of Pod Parks. Stay tuned for more great news about the world of parks and make sure to follow World Urban Parks, Parks and Leisure Australia, and Green Adelaide for more updates on the Joint International Congress 2023. 
Don't forget to get involved and get connected with park professionals around the world by visiting worldurbanparks.org. And before we wrap up, I want to invite you all to submit a proposal for this year's Congress. As we just heard from our three speakers, the conference is looking for diverse and honest experiences to share with other park enthusiasts from around the world. And you could be one of them. So see you in Adelaide. Thank you for listening to Pod Parks by World Urban Parks. Pod Parks is written and hosted by Alice Landin, produced by Vitoria Martin and Luis Roman, sound engineering by Vladimir Yanez. Don't forget to visit worldurbanparks.org and explore the resources our online community has for you. Get out, explore, connect. <laughs>